welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Brian Kelly, CEO of CloudGenera. Welcome to the program, Brian. Thanks, Allison. Happy to be here. So, Brian, this is the first time I think we've had CloudGenera on the program. So, can you please just give us a brief background about your company and the solutions that you're bringing into the marketplace? So, CloudGenera is a technology advisory company. Through a combination of automation and machine learning algorithms, we help clients make better IT decisions. Specifically, we help folks identify the business case for workload placement. So think where they run their applications, either in private cloud or in public cloud. We also help businesses identify the business cases to modernize their application portfolio. So that's all about refactoring, replatforming, rewriting, retiring, or replacing applications, in addition to helping people figure out whether or not there's a business case to rehost. Now, obviously, the future for enterprises is a multi-cloud future, and we're seeing more and more enterprises adopting multiple cloud solutions to fuel their business. What are the challenges that they're facing, and why did you see at CloudGenera an opportunity here in terms of bringing new capabilities to the market? So I think one of the biggest challenges that faces the enterprise today is that while there's a lot of excitement and hype around cloud, and undoubtedly, its future is going to deliver a lot of value to the businesses that leverage it. There's not a lot of experience available in the market as it relates to migrating to multi-cloud. And that's not just about moving workloads around. It's about evolving your operating model inside your business to be able to take advantage of cloud. Many companies we see are underestimating the amount of technical debt they've accumulated old software doesn't run very well on new hardware. So one of the things CloudGenera is focused on is helping businesses identify that technical debt they've accumulated. And in our experience, if you don't address your technical debt, you're not going to have a successful program and you're not going to drive significant cloud adoption. I think that this is a really good point in terms of the applications. Where do you get into how to evaluate this portfolio of applications and workloads for best placement within a multi-cloud environment? So CloudGenera fits at the very beginning of the journey. In fact, that's where we prefer to engage. Reason being is, you know, we want to make sure people have a plan for where they're headed before they start the journey. And this is a significant challenge. A lot of organizations in 2018 in particular embrace this sort of cloud-first mentality and the thought process was that all apps should move to public cloud. And in practice, to your point, there's a lot of variability and complexity inside most businesses' application portfolios. Off-the-shelf commercial applications they've acquired that they're running in their data centers, custom apps that they've built. But while we look to help folks at the beginning of their journey, one important thing that we try to stress is that it is a journey without a specific destination. Unlike other modernizations that have happened in IT, cloud is more about the operating model than it is some technology target state. It's not just about that initial placement. It's about ongoing analysis of your application portfolio and continuous 
assessment of when there's a business case to modernize. When you look at your customer base, where do you think they are on their cloud journeys? And have you had any surprises? So we serve a wide variety of different customer types. And what we could tell you is that businesses born in the cloud, companies like Cloud General, we're much more adept at taking advantage of the approaches that drive success in cloud, building our applications to take advantage of what cloud can offer. And when I say cloud, I mean both private cloud and public cloud. It's not just about the public cloud venues. I see in these smaller born-in-the-cloud companies the true integration of the finance view, the technical view, the service level you know, or performance view, as well as the security view. And when I look at larger organizations, we don't see the same skill sets inside those businesses. They have a lot of legacy process in addition to legacy technology that's holding them back. And so the companies that we're typically most valued inside, our business case, our value for the bigger enterprises is even greater because they really struggle with the people process problems and they need help with a methodology that's repeatable so they can evaluate their opportunities and understand which ones they should act upon. There's ultimately a maturity that needs to happen in the large enterprise. There's a lot of what we see as sort of like a lift and shift strategy. And there's an assumption, and it's a dangerous assumption, that just picking up these legacy apps and moving them to a private cloud or a public cloud deployment model or ultimately into a multi-cloud model, that very rarely delivers success. And so a lot of what we're trying to do is to help those larger, more complex clients deal with this issue that they have of not being able to change their mindset and not being able to embrace the right amount of transformation in advance of trying to drive cloud adoption. And so for us, we, we really like to help people find those quick wins, but also balance that with longer-term investments, you know, the harder changes you have to make if you're really going to be successful in multi-cloud in the long term. Now, I know that you guys have a very intentional process in terms of actionable steps towards multi-cloud. Can you share that vision in detail and provide some context about how evaluation of various applications and workloads fits in within that broader construct? A big part of our methodology is making sure we can quantify and establish value around the need to change an application. You know, whether it's moving the workload, right-sizing a workload, refactoring it, replatforming it, whatever it may be, you have to have a business case that's visible. When you get beyond the business case, it's really about the prescriptive workflow to categorize your apps, understanding what treatment has a business case that could be chased after. And, you know, I'll share a couple of kind of high-level patterns and trends that we see. Back office applications. For the most part, those applications are not things that differentiate your business, but you need them to operate, right? You can't operate a business without a customer relation management system. You can't operate a business without an enterprise resource planning system. But if you're hosting those in your facility or you're not leveraging a managed provider or even looking at a SaaS alternative, we see that as an area where people are really not getting the best benefit for their investment in technology. So for that part of the business, we're very much focused on helping people transition to software as a service alternative. When it gets to your custom stuff, when it gets to your independent software vendors and the packages they run and they're not giving you a SaaS alternative, that's really where we're trying to help people understand when there are business cases around leveraging platform as a service 
and infrastructure as a service models that are evolutions of how we typically managed workloads in the data center. And so, like, the closer you get to customer, the closer you get to your core intellectual property, the more you're going to have your hands in building something. And so what we like to do with our methodology is break it down into sort of a simple sort of three C's concept. What are the things we should consume, right? That's all the SaaS stuff. What are the things we should compose? This is, you know, what wires business systems into the custom stuff we have to build. And then what do we create? The things we create, they're special. They're the things that drive value for our business. Tell me about why automation is important and how does that differ from how your customers are going about that today? So today, customers have a very manual approach to this type of analysis. They struggle because the data set is very large, and they struggle because they lack the experience to do this type of work, and it's error-prone when you do it manual. One of the greatest differentiators that CloudGener is bringing into the market through our algorithms and through our data science is we can do in half the time and half the cost what these traditional manual methods bring to a business. And so that's true time to value, and that is the value of automation in doing this sort of analysis. That makes a lot of sense. Now, I know that CloudGenera and Intel recently partnered on a publication in the Blueprint for Cloud Success. Why did you choose Intel to collaborate with that, and how is it that this is offering something unique to customers to get them started on this journey? Well, first, Intel's the most strategic partner in CloudGenera's ecosystem of partners. And the reason is pretty simple. The market needs an agnostic, unbiased view when making these decisions around technology suppliers. And we look at all of CloudGenera's other partners, and they're great partners, companies like Amazon and Microsoft and VMware and Google and IBM, Oracle. These companies have a bias toward the outcome of their venue, right? Their software, their service. But CloudGenera as a company needs to be agnostic and unbiased. And in Intel, we find the same thing. Intel's agenda is not to push you to public cloud versus private cloud. Intel's agenda is not to push you to a particular public cloud provider. And so in that way, Intel and CloudGenera are the perfect marriage in terms of a partnership because what we both want is what's best for the customer. We want to help them figure out the best approach to modernizing their software, and we want to help them then leverage the modernizations that are continually happening, the innovations that Intel is driving around the hardware, so that their consumers of technology can get their best experience. Uh, With regards to the white paper, this white paper showcases both the trends we saw in 2018, some of which we're touching on here in our conversation. They also lay out this methodology that we've been talking about. And it speaks to how um, you can build a process that's lightweight, that's continuously finding opportunities for you to maximize the value of your IT spend. And it gives you actionable recommendations with business cases so that you can move from these recommendations to decisions that are ultimately provisioned in your environment. When you look out at the horizon and you look out at the next five years, what are you most excited about? So the things that I'm most excited about are the things that we are seeing come to realization that we've been iterating on over many generations of technology. So I started my career as a Java developer. The whole mantra behind Java was write it once and be able to run it anywhere. We had the notion of hypervisors and partitioning on the mainframe. We had it in mid-range. 
you know, Java tried to abstract it away from the infrastructure layer, the hardware infrastructure layer, and make it part of the software layer. Then you saw VMware come along and kind of further evolve that notion of the hypervisor. One of the things I'm really excited about right now is this continued path toward decoupling the application from the facility where it runs. This is what's really going to enable the vision behind multi-cloud. Right? Multi-cloud is going to be a mix of SaaS providers, but it can also be a much more flexible way to operate a data center. Uh, we were just talking with one of the largest electrical utilities in the world, and we were talking about how multi-cloud is going to enable more efficient energy production and consumption worldwide. That all starts with being able to move workloads around when the business case is there to do it. And today, there's a lot that binds you into a facility. Um, as much as we talk about being virtualized, as much as people are trying to drive to containerization as the next wave of packaging, this is the part of the evolution in the market that I'm most excited about right now because it's going to open up the greatest opportunities for efficiency for businesses moving forward. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Brian. It was a real pleasure having you on. One final question for you. If folks want to engage more with the Cloud Genera team on their multi-cloud journey, where would you send them for more information? Well, the best place to go for more information is cloudgenera.com. At cloudgenera.com, on a resources page, you can also get a free copy of the Blueprint for Success white paper that we collaborated on with Intel. Fantastic. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Oh, Allison, it was my pleasure. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization. 